0: Hi. Good morning. How are you this morning? I'm
1: fine. How are you?
0: I am doing amazing. Do you know why? Because this is our very first podcast.
1: I know. It's so exciting.
0: Oh, my gosh. I have so many stories to tell.
1: I think we all do through the years. I think we're going to find so many people that have so much to say.
0: You know, there's there comes a time that whenever I first started doing events that I thought to myself, things could not get as bad as I just witnessed, and boy was I wrong.
1: It proves you wrong every time, right? <laughs> just when you think things could not get worse, it it shows up somewhere along the
0: line. So I want to welcome everybody here to our very first episode one podcast from from the vendor table. My name is Adam De Florio. I'm also known as DJ Adam Baum,
1: and I'm Antoinette Raschuti.
0: And we are in the event industry on, like, two different sides of the table. Wouldn't that be correct?
1: That would be correct.
0: We may be actually on the same side of this table because we're just telling stories. But I do feel like where I see things that you don't see, there's things that I don't see that you completely see. And it's...
1: Night and day. Night Mm. and day. But both are so entertaining.
0: And, you know, what really made us start this is because every time that i've sat down for a dinner or even just a get together with other vendors and we would just tell about our stories i mean you and i we would you know call each other and say Oh my gosh, this and that. And it just was like, you know, it would, it would go on for two hours <laughs> of just the conversations of stories.
1: Yeah. Because you know, it, it becomes a huge part of our life, right? We started this and we started in these careers for the love of events and the love of seeing others enjoy their events come to life. Right. And we're a right. huge part of making that happen. Um, but there's always going to be that one off where something goes wrong. And the actual crowd or the actual guests may have no idea what's happening, but we on the back end do. And it becomes, you hilarious. know,
0: hilarious.
1: Hilarious is right. <laughs> um, we always want everyone's event and every event to be successful. But When it doesn't, you have to look at the silver lining of what has just occurred.
0: Absolutely. And I think it's also good that if other people who are wanting to plan events, you know, it's good for them to hear stories like this because there's so many couples, brides, there's so many event planners and um, corporate fundraisers and all the people who really don't do events, right? I mean, I... I'm more of a wedding DJ than anything else. And so when I would talk to couples, they're always like, well, this is my first time planning a wedding, so I don't know what I'm doing. Well, yeah, (laughs) of course. That's why you hire the professionals.
1: Right. Are we?
0: we? (laughs) (laughs) Well, we try to be. Remember this, kids. (laughs) When we
1: grow up, what are we going to be? You know,
0: what makes us professional? I think that's really a good question. I think it's experience, right? I agree. I mean, what makes us a professional in our industry is the fact that we have been through the best of events and the worst of events, and yet we have just become more and more successful in what we do.
1: Right. We've grown from each and every one of them, Mm -hmm. from the start to now. I mean, I'm 20-some years now. What about you?
0: Well, I am actually 15 years, but I started my company uh, 10 years ago, so it is 2022, and yeah, 2012 is when I started my first DJ company called Powerbomb Productions.
1: And now here you are today.
0: Not that name. Not
1: that name. <laughs> we. Well, I mean, I started obviously years and years ago, just in the hotel industry, you know, right out of college and working in a banquet facility during college. And now here we are with our own company, HIR events. And, you know, it's, it's grown leaps and bounds. So it's, it's exciting to see how life has grown and, to remember back to the beginning, to those little events that you did, and now to where you are today, and to think back to some of the memories from way back when of things that have occurred to so what's I happening now.
0: cannot wait to ask the first question. You ready for this? Yes. Okay. What was an event that you remember from your very, very first event that was, we'll just start with something awesome because you know those stories are very short.
1: I think my first real memorable event, I was working at a banquet facility back in college and... Uh, The facility was a restaurant, had some private rooms, and then a full ballroom. I did a lot of work on Saturdays and Sundays, and then, you know, during the week when I didn't have class, I would pick up different uh, events that they were doing. But it's so typical Pittsburgh. You know, everybody knows everyone. And I happened to be in the grocery store, and I ran into somebody that I knew, And they said, Oh, we're going to be at the communion tomorrow. And I said, Oh, you don't say, they said, yeah, it's, it's going to be a problem. And I was kind of taken back by it and didn't think much of it. And she said, yeah, the husband and wife, you know, they're in bad shape right now. I think they're going to be getting a divorce. So I just kind of blew it off because again, you know, it's, it's gossip, right? Gossip mm-hmm. in the grocery store. This is right. so. I think nothing of it. The next morning, I go into the banquet facility, and it was a first holy communion that we were celebrating. Okay. And the mother arrives. So the mother arrives with the child in hand, in her dress. They have come from church, oh my and gosh. she comes walking in the door. And the first thing she shouts to me is, the mf'er left me last week. What? So here I am. I, I'm, I'm speechless, but trying to hold it together. You know, okay. here I am early in the industry. And I was like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm so sorry to hear. Is there anything I can do? And she's like, nope, we're going to party today. And I said, okay, fine. We'll party today. So I Don't say anything else and we just carry on like nothing's happening. Well, the next thing you know, everyone else begins to show up. Now, the facility where I work is normally closed on Sundays. We are open just for this event, so it's little to minimal staff. We've got maybe... One bartender behind the bar, uh, individual in the kitchen doing the dishes. Did you have a DJ? Did you
0: have a Our chef.
1: Oh, yes. So we had a DJ on a Sunday afternoon for the First Holy Communion. We were serving (laughs) surf and turf. This was a big event. Oh, my God. Okay? So now everyone shows up. We're ready to party. We have everybody from three-piece suits to some individuals in jeans, which, you know, okay. It's a large gamut for the clothing, but whatever. I now find out through the grapevine that the husband cheated on the wife with the wife's cousin.
0: Wait, 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 wait. So so the fiancé, he's not even a husband yet.
1: Oh, no, he's a husband. Oh, the the a husband, husband and wife are married.
0: Okay, they're married. And so he is cheating.
1: <clears throat> on the wife.
0: On the wife with
1: the wife's cousin.
0: The wife's cousin.
1: But we didn't figure this all out till we all got in the room and the cousin was there.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> this, is, this is this is why we start the podcast, everybody. The, the plot thickens, right? <laughs> and the plot thickens.
1: So the next thing you know, the uh, wife had a older daughter from a previous relationship, and uh, she was there as well. And we get through dinner and now the DJ starts and everybody's drinking and they're enjoying the afternoon and the guys are all at the bar and they've lit some cigars and everybody's gonna have a good time. Okay. So obviously, you know, once drinks are involved, people's decisions tend to get a little bit more impaired. All right, here we go. So everybody starts dancing. And now the wife, a.k.a. mother of the little girl, okay, she decides to start to head towards her cousin to have a discussion. Cause oh,
0: this cannot I'm, be good. I'm
1: sure she probably thinks that's a good idea right now. So with that, her older daughter keeps pulling her back onto the dance floor. And I'm watching this happen. And so I said to my boss, we should probably call the police. <laughs> And she said, no, no, no.
0: Things you don't want to hear,
1: right? (laughs) No, no, no. It's going to be fine. And I said, no, we probably should call the police. And she said, no, no, no. It'll it'll be fine. It's going to be fine. So we watched this occur for a few more minutes. She'd try and make her way off the dance floor. And the daughter would pull her back on. So I happened to turn around. And the next thing I know, I hear... You dumb whore. And somebody's face getting slammed off the wall in the ballroom. Off the wall. Off the wall. Bing. Bing. (laughs) Off the wall. An entire 72-inch round table getting flipped over. Yep. And all of the guys at the bar now turning... To go assist the situation.
0: I'm putting myself in that DJ's shoes right now, and what I'm just experiencing is like, okay, I'm gonna play this next song. Let me look up to see what the crowd's doing. What? (laughs) Exactly. And you don't know what to do at that moment. You
1: don't. But he just kept playing. Of
0: course, and you you as an event planner. You're like, hey, I have to keep this going. But at the same time, do you stop? Do do you say, hold up?
1: So I uh, looked at my boss, to which she yelled, it's time to call the cops. Shocker. So I called them, announced that there was a altercation in the ballroom. They asked how many people are in the ballroom. They didn't ask how many were involved in the altercation. They asked how many people are in the ballroom. Okay. To which I answered about 120. So the next thing I know, I go out front of the uh, banquet facility to uh, alert the... uh, law enforcement of which door to come in. And I looked to my left and I looked to my right. And there was about eight surrounding communities in addition to the community where the banquet hall is coming with police, what, (laughs) canine squads, (laughs) you name it. They came to the rescue. And as this is occurring, and everyone can hear the police cars coming from the left and the right, people are filtering out of the ballroom, holding children underneath their arms, pushing strollers out the door, and we still have the uh, two ladies screaming at each other in the ballroom. Now, what is the
0: husband, who's the cheater in this whole thing, (laughs) Yep. what is he doing?
1: He is sitting at the bar, smoking a cigar, ordering another drink
0: <laughs> yep. classic cheater yep sitting back watching all the drama unfold underneath yep. his own skin
1: to which we shuffled the rest of the crowd out of the ballroom oh we God. then calmed down the altercation the uh, police handled what they needed to handle removed all parties involved and the husband was still sitting there smoking a cigar with about five of his buddies (laughs) having a drink and um, I informed him there was probably going to be a little bit of a damage waiver and he said, well, hell, if I'm paying for it anyway, I mean, me and the guys might as well stay the rest of the afternoon. You want to get us a couple more drinks? We're in for the long haul. Even though he basically was the one who caused it. <laughs> yeah. Communion was over. Thank God dinner had been served. <laughs> DJ left early because uh, he, well, he, <laughs> there was there was not much left for him to do.
0: I would have went up to the guy and said, I know you caused this, <laughs> but did you so want me to keep playing for you two? <laughs>
1: Did you want me to stay? Do you have any requests? (laughs) I mean, it is your party. And a week later, ironically... The very next
0: song would have been, She
1: fucking hates me. (laughs) (laughs) And then ironically, icing on the cake, the following week, the wife, the mother of the little girl, called to see if there was any positions available because she was going to need a serving position.
0: Oh my God. Just to handle the bill that she's about to get.
1: So that was my first uh, real chaotic experience. And yet, they said it was going to be fun. So I stayed for more.
0: You know, since we're kind of on this theme of police showing up at events. Yes, yes. (laughs) I have something that happened to me on my very, very first time having a business. And when I'm talking about having a business, you know, when I first started out, it was just me as a DJ. I Actually, before I was a DJ, I was actually a, a game show host. So I did bars, restaurants, oh, and did fun. trivia. Yeah, so it was fun. And you know, that progressed and progressed and progressed. And so finally, here I am. I'm starting my own business. I was so excited. Uh, I, I get called out to do this wedding, and they wanted the works. And at the time, the works for me was a photo booth, <laughs> was me as a DJ, was maybe like, I don't know some uplighting. I mean, Couple glow it was very, oh some glow sticks, some foam ones, some oh my god. I'll put it to you this way: it was a West Virginia wedding, but it wasn't just a West Virginia wedding. It was a high class West Virginia wedding. We are at this very expensive resort. On one side of the resort was the wedding. And they had a beautiful ballroom and overlooked this like, majestic overview of a valley. It was amazing. The bride was really beautiful. The husband was like in his best. All the bridal party was so much fun. And, you know, we start. And the grand entrance was great. I mean, everything, honestly, nothing could have gotten worse. I'm sorry, couldn't have gotten better. Okay. Nothing could have gotten better. Beautiful. It just, Absolutely one of the most stunning weddings I've done. I was so proud of just being able to not only be there, but being able to put all this together for them. And, oh, so excited!
1: Right, because this was one of your first, this was exciting. This was a big start. This
0: was. This was one of my very first business events. You know, I've done weddings before, but, like, not as my company. And to get this big one was just so exciting to me. And so as we start going, I'm, like, just wanting to have so much fun with everybody i play this one song and all of a sudden one of the groomers men does a split in the middle of the dance floor and rips his pants oh boy from butt to crotch just right down the middle
1: there's a wild card there's always one wild card (laughs) exactly in every bridal party
0: and he he didn't care he was having fun Mm -hmm. everyone like had a good time with him and. So he ends up leaving. I don't know, maybe about 15 minutes, 20 minutes go by and I get a request to do Pony from Genuine. Oh, yeah. And you know that whenever you play Pony from Genuine, it cannot be good. Nope. So
1: I... Everybody's uh, feeling good at this point. That's Dad. right.
0: And I get on the microphone and I go, and now we have a request. Are you ready for... <laughs> and boom, it was Pony. Oh, my God. The whole crowd goes, yeah! And... Somebody brings out a chair and puts it in the middle of the dance floor. And, of course, they grab the bride and they put the bride on the dance floor. She's sitting there on the chair and everyone's coming up. The girls are doing, like, some ridiculous, you know, lap dance on her. And and I'm like, oh, this is innocent fun. Until the guy who ripped his pants came back. So he comes up.
1: One would think he went and changed his pants, but no.
0: So his leg goes up onto her chair. He is. A full spread eagle in front of her. And the Ripped way pants. that his, well, the way that the view was mm-hmm. to me, and I see the bride. Mm-hmm. I see his leg to his le- to her left. And oh. there's the opening that he puts his hand down into the crotch area, opens it up to reveal a green and black thong.
1: Oh, boy. This is attention the bride did not ask for.
0: No. Uh-huh. She then proceeds to take the dollar bill that someone stuffed into her bra, pull it oh. out, Take her other hand, put it into the thong. Oh, boy. Pull out the thong, take a peek, and then stuff the dollar (laughs) into the thong with a little snap.
1: Mom and dad are proud. Mom and dad are proud right now.
0: My eyes were about as big as my forehead, and I'm looking (laughs) around going, something's not going to be good. Uh Uh-huh. And the thing was everyone was cheering and laughing, having a good time. and surprisingly, the husband was nowhere to be found.
1: Maybe he was trying to find pants for the uh, groomsmen.
0: <laughs> you one would hope.
1: One would think.
0: One would think mm-hmm. until the person running my photo booth, comes down about five <laughs> minutes later, and she goes, Adam, can you help me out with something? And I'm like, sure, let me put on the next song. And and I'm like, I can't wait to tell you this. She goes, yeah, I can't wait to tell you this either. <laughs> okay. She goes, so I have a question. How do you delete a photo that was just taken? And I'm like, you mean like you want to delete the whole thing? She goes, probably. And I'm like, can you can you show me why? And she goes, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> So she takes me to the place, and she goes, okay, here's the strip. Yep, here's the first picture. Okay, it's the groom and his groomsmen. Okay, here's the second picture. Oh, who's who's that girl? She goes, well, here's the third picture. Oh, that's the groom, and that's the girl, and she's kissing. Oh. (laughs) And she goes, yeah. I come to find out that on the opposite side of this resort is another party. This party is not a wedding. It is a a sorority formal. Oh, boy. These people found out that there's a wedding on the opposite side. So, of course, this girl and whoever else decides, I'm going to be drunk and I'm going to go over and I'm going to crash into the photo booth.
1: Check it out.
0: The groom... Happened to then look at the groomsmen and say, do you know who that girl was? And he said, nope. He looked at my uh, the girl working the photo booth and saying, can you delete that photo? And she's like, why did you kiss her? And he's like, I didn't know what I was doing. I turn around and boom, and the camera flashed right at the same time. And so it wasn't like he was cheating on her. Right. Like that wasn't right. the case. The kiss was not yeah. a, a – a, and you can tell. Like you could tell it was a surprise. Like he was like, yeah. what? And so she literally was just a – Need to grab that attention. Yeah. And lo and behold, it happened to be at the time that the camera was a three, two, one flash.
1: And it was the groom.
0: And it was the groom. Mm-hmm. And so. Uh, she thought like, it
1: was a groomsman. Please. She was, she was on the prowl for a Of groomsman. course.
0: And she was like, you know, he said, please delete this photo.
1: <laughs> she was mistaken. It was the groom. Now While the bride had balls in her face.
0: I, at the same time, luckily the groom didn't even talk to me. So I don't, I don't, you know, I didn't have this conversation because I didn't want to tell him. Well, you think you're okay because uh, you know, your <laughs> wife may have, you know, <laughs> took a peek of some man's crotch.
1: It was the bachelorette and bachelor party all combined with the wedding reception. With the
0: wedding reception, they must have
1: forgot that happens. Weeks ladies before. and
0: gentlemen, only in West Virginia, mm-hmm. and so. I come to find out that, remember the guy with the green thong? Yeah. Okay. He was with his partner, and uh. it's at that moment when I realized I have nothing to worry about about the dance floor and the dollar bill and the thong thing. We're good. We're safe. We are good.
1: Everything's Perfect. clear.
0: Photo deleted. You know, um, she's, nope, he has nothing. He does not want her. Clearly I get he it.
1: is a professional at this. He is this. a
0: professional. And I'm like, okay, we are good to go, right? It's almost close to the end of the wedding. And all of a sudden I see, it. I see, I see the staff. Running back and forth oh, no. like an emergency,
1: which is not good at the end of the night because normally the staff is gone. We're at skeleton crew by Correct. the end of the night. Yeah.
0: Now remember earlier when I told you that people that were coming into the photo booth and crashing it, and there was that one girl. Right. Well, apparently it was more because I do remember seeing there was a kid there that did not fit into anybody else that was at that wedding.
1: What and it <laughs> was a girl. It was a
0: girl. <laughs> there was a girl who um, was dressed a tad bit more skankier than any other person there. And you know, you there on was the dance scandalous
1: floor. cousin, but it wasn't. It
0: could have been, but I don't remember her at dinner. Yeah. And so that's whenever I realized that these people are now coming more and more into this wedding.
1: Well, their their party's over. They got word. Open bar. Was there a cookie table?
0: Uh, yes, there was gotta, a cookie you table, get the and cookies. when you're in college, you need to go get that cookie and table. And the
1: open bar, <laughs> and there was still a DJ. Right. So why would you not have the after party be this wedding sup- reception?
0: And so now the staff is running all over the place. I walk up to the staff member, and I said, is everything okay? And she said, well, how can I put this lately? No. <laughs> okay. Great. Let's talk. She said, so – the reason why more people are coming out this way is because someone in the girl's bathroom decides to cut herself, and so there's blood all over the bathroom floor. Oh! So they decide they're going to look for another bathroom, sees that there's a wedding, and now more and more people are drunk and trying to fill into the wedding. At the same time, oh my goodness. two random girls who were underage decides to steal a golf cart mm-hmm. and run over one of the wedding guests Legs, and so now we have an older person oh. with a broken leg outside because two drunk girls decided to run over in mm-hmm. a golf cart. Mm-hmm.
1: This is when I suggest the venue pulls the fire alarm to clean the place. This out. is
0: where the fire alarm should have been pulled. Instead, yeah. they decided to call the cops, which oh. was not a you know a bad All idea.
1: All right, now, it helps regulate, get things back, set the set the reset button. At press this to reset. time,
0: Antoinette, at this time I already ended my song. Oh boy. Which means the bridal party is now leaving. And so, what happens whenever you have the bridal party leaving the event? Yep. And you have the sorority formal having to leave the event as well. Right. And
1: mind you, <laughs> a lot of liquor has been
0: consumed. The middle ground is the lobby. Oh, boy. So, when you have the left and to the right, and you have liquor, and you have drunk groomsmen from West Virginia, you mm-hmm. have drunk college kids mm-hmm. from West Virginia. Mm-hmm. Brawl! I mm-hmm. walk out to go get my bags and everything from my van, uh-huh. and all of a sudden I see a two groomsmen holding the kids up by their neck up against uh-huh. the wall. Yep. another one's getting punched in the gut while the other hands hands face to the face of the other wall and up to against the door, and I'm like. This is crazy. And so I inch my way through. I walk outside. Excuse there's me. There's cops holding a guy down with another girl going, you
1: never read him as Miranda, right? Hitting him with a purse. Well, she's a pro now. <laughs> she's, she's a pro. You know, she, at this hour of the night, she's had a absolutely. lot of liquor. She is a legal advice at that there's, point.
0: There's another crowd of people. Watching another arrest trying to happen. Mm-hmm. And so you have another cop trying to hold another guy down mm-hmm. while the other cop is standing there going, Back up, back up, back up, mm-hmm. everybody back up. And as I'm walking to my van, there's three of the staff members just standing there minding their own business, watching like this trailer fire.
1: Like it's on it's happened so many times <laughs> exactly. before. Exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. And I literally walk up to her and I said, wow, is this is this something like, is this the craziest thing you've ever seen? And I go, that's ah, a Saturday.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's when you say to yourself, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph.
0: <laughs> what did I get what myself into? What did I into? get
1: myself into? I feel like that phrase is said a lot.
0: And so when I have people who come up to me and they say is this not the craziest thing you ever seen? And I'm like, I wish I can say that it was.
1: <laughs> but it's not.
0: And you know, there's more and more stories out there. And I hope that this encourages a lot of you too to be able to want to talk about your stories. I mean, maybe you are a guest at weddings. Uh, maybe you were the one who put together an event. Maybe you were a host or a bride or a groom or a First Holy Communion mother or father.
1: Maybe the law enforcement agent. Maybe
0: you were the law enforcement Mm -hmm. agent that came to these sites. Oh, my God. I would
1: love to interview some of them. Yes.
0: Mm -hmm. If there are any police officers that are going to be listening to this, please give us a call call and tell us your stories. We will make this completely anonymous, and you can say that you're whatever. We'll even distort your voice.
1: (laughs) We would love to hear a thing or two.
0: Absolutely. And and this is what this podcast honestly is going to be all about is all the wild and crazy stories of events. And like Antoinette said, we don't ever want to have bad events. We're never, no. ever, ever going to talk bad about the people who have hired us to make this amazing because honestly, they are the ones who want this thing to be great. But whenever they don't work out the way that they plan, well, these are their stories.
1: That's right. That's right.
0: We're probably not going to be a lot of good stories.
1: It's going to be entertaining stories. Like
0: entertaining stories. Yes. Yes. Like I can tell a lot of like, oh, this was a perfect, perfect event. But that's
1: not fun. No, it's each and every client that we have becomes a piece of our story and a piece of our journey and a piece of what we aspired to be. And that is to create special memories and special moments for not only the individuals who are hosting the events, but for their guests and to see those smiles and those tears and all of the excitement excitement and the guests enjoying the event, that in itself is, we know we've done a great job. That is what makes it worthwhile. And that is what brings us to the next event and the next event and to continue to do this for years and years and years, as long as the client and the guests are happy. That's that's really all that matters. And I think part of our challenge and our success is when these things do go wrong, managing them in a certain way. And for the 90% of the time, being that the guests have no idea that something has gone wrong. And I think that's the largest success of it all. So we'll have fun reliving the stories, but never something that is out of disrespect or, never um, of, a, of a manner that we're making fun of anyone.
0: So, Absolutely not. Yeah. These are all fun, lighthearted, you know, interesting stories that I'm sure a lot of people would like to forget. <laughs> but there's also <laughs> times where people like to relive and they like to tell these stories because they're hilarious. But, you know, you hit it, you hit the nail on the head. It is all about the excitement and the wow factor, that love that whenever you give somebody an amazing amazing experience they come back to you with this like oh my gosh we had so much fun in fact there's lots of times again as a wedding dj i always hear from couples I had such a great time because my guests told me that I had such a great time. <laughs> like, all of my guests had so much fun that that's all they keep talking about was how great the DJ was and how great the dancing was and how great the music was. And to me, that keeps you going and going and going and going and keep on going when when you you literally take the good with the bad and the bad is just you you roll with it. And honestly, if you're ever in, and ever, ever, ever interested in wanting to do any type of event work, you will have the greatest time of your life. and it may be stressful and you may be seeing event planners like yourself running around and and driving yourself nuts and being all in mood and all in fake smiles yep. and 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 you may be seeing photographers which make fake smiles. You may even think that they are smiling when deep inside. they're like, what is this dumpster fire that's happening? right? But truthfully, we we absolutely love what we do, and yep. that's truthfully passion for your career. Anyway, we hope to see you guys next week and hear from you. And if there's anything that you would like to say or talk about, please leave us a message in the comments. Let us know
1: your feedback. Have a good day. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye-bye.